Big thanks to our new sponsor, Factor. Factor delivers delicious, fresh, never-frozen meals that are ready to heat and eat in two minutes. Head to go.factor75.com slash TMS60 and use the code TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. Coming up on TMS, Waquanza forever. Tossing salads and scrambled eggs for Christmas. Brian has no soul, week three. It's no Popeye, but what is? A master blaster Christmas carol. First rats eat the weed, then they're cooking meth. Dr. Tina, rideshare woman. I don't like pee debris. <laughs> Sharper image is a dull store. Avoid the butthole snow. Man, never go full peacock. I would like to cancel my free trial of winter please fast times at ridgemont high christmas special a very denchy cameo murder he yoked with bobby and more on this episode of the morning stream you rigidly applied the law with no regard for its intent well done take this fried mozzarella back to the kitchen and fry it some more The Morning Stream. Can I eat it, or will it eat me? Good morning, and welcome to TMS. It's The Morning Stream for November 29th, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson, and that's Brian Ibbett. Good morning. Hello. Hi, and welcome to the 29th of November. Brian, bring a little color to the show. I've got, like, the most gray-ass gray clothes on today. I just and it's uh, it's snowed and it's like twelve degrees and it sucks. That's what we got, yeah, it's sixteen here and uh, snow coming down like yeah. crazy. Actually, yeah, yeah. Kim was out. Um, oh, by the way, it's Kim's birthday. I want you to do something, chat oh, room. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do we gotta lavish her with praise. Yes, overwhelm her uh, Facebook page. She doesn't really do Twitter or anything. So lucky her. Uh, <laughs> Smart woman. Lavish her with praise uh, or uh, whatever. Well wishes over on her Facebook page. Just just bury her her freaking page. Okay, that's the goal today. It's Kim Sones Johnson if you're trying to search for it. And uh, yeah, just bury her in it. I just want her to be embarrassed by it all. Okay, it's just go nuts. She's out with her sister right now for breakfast. And then later she's got a thing with a bunch of friends. And she had another one last night. She barely made it home because the snow was so bad. It was like freaking blizzard conditions, but she made it. Mm. All the while, I'm sitting here with the dogs thinking, I might be a widower tonight if the snow keeps up. This is so bad. It was so bad here. Snowed really? like it snowed like a butthole, dude. Like Ooh, a like a butthole. Kinda, that's not the kind of snow I want to be out in. No. No. Avoid that snow at all costs. Uh, hey, uh, we're doing a show. We got stuff. We have things today. Yeah. And we're going to get to all of it. Don't distract me while I'm writing a post to your wife, okay? Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, hey, look. I'm not here to okay. I'm not here to distract anybody. Go do it, everybody. Go nuts. All right. Snowstorm. Yes. Uh, Snowstorm 2022. It was bad. Uh, look, I knew it was coming. You know, it's the time of the year. We're supposed to be getting, you know, finally getting some meaningful, lasting snow. Yeah. But now I'd like to take it back. I'd like to go back to what it was before. And, uh, you know, not have that. I mean, right? I love that we get yeah. all the seasons here. I really, truly do. I love that. I love the hot summers and the cold winters and all that. But every time I think, oh, I'm excited. It's Christmas time. Get a cozy in with some hot soup and some, you know, uh, just a warm house while there's raging snow outside. That all sounds great until you get it. And then you're like, oh, right. I got to take the dogs out and poop in this. I got to, yeah, yeah. you know, clean the driveway. And picking up their poop in this is like, you know, because sometimes it just, <laughs> they poop and it goes. 
yep. right into a little uh, poop-shaped hole that yep. between the snow. Yeah. yeah, and if you miss one, it's spring when you'll be getting that out. So, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. compost, baby. Yeah. yeah, I you know my uh, I don't mind the snow. It's very pretty, but I hate driving in it. But the good news about that is I still don't have my car. Oh, I was gonna. I meant to. Welcome yesterday. to week three of Brian has no soul. How is this possible? I don't get it. I've never uh, heard. Apparently, a uh, you know, it's a, we're we living in a geographical anomaly where there we're a <laughs> hundred miles from <laughs> the Man. nearest Kia part. No kidding. Jeez, do they have to import uh, some crazy part or something? Is that what happened? No, I don't know what the deal is. I mean, obviously, part of this was uh, was Thanksgiving, but still, it's it's just insane that uh, that a repair can take this long and. We're still and we're still waiting to hear back from Kia themselves on on if we're making Mexico pay for it, basically. Yeah, no kidding. No <laughs> we're joke, gonna build Brian's engine and we're gonna make Kia pay for it, everybody. <laughs> so the same so the same people that have it right now, they're just waiting for parts? Is that the deal? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and and when I talked to him, I did call him this morning. I gave him a whole week of me not calling him. Yeah. You know, Mr. Mr. Nonsensical nine world nine word reply. Uh <laughs> I, I called him today and said, uh, hey, just want to check in on things. He's like, oh, yeah, let me go and check and see if your parts have come in, and uh, and I'll get back to you at some point today. Like, oh, great. He told you that this morning? Told me that this morning. Do you feel so. good about your chances of hearing back? Do you think you're going to hear back from that guy? Um, no, they, they, they don't have a great track record for... Mm. For communication, I was afraid you'd say that. It's you know, it's I swear to God, it, talk about here is a business right here that does not make the customer feel like they're valued. No, like ever. I feel like I have to do all the work. Yeah, and you're talking <laughs> I about have to call Kia and talk to Kia about paying for it. I have to ask him to order the parts. I have to like what? What exactly do you do? Yeah, uh, Kia repair guy. Yeah, and by the way, so I was doing a little bit of um, hist- I'd like reading history here and there. And I was doing yeah. some stuff about uh, reading about the year, specifically the year 1942. And something okay. that jumped out at me was that they were trying to um, keep inflation low while they were trying to ramp up the war machine after sure. uh, Pearl Harbor. And part of the discussion was they had to, they, the, the, the U.S. had a guy entirely in charge of price control in the country. The, the president basically established a position in the executive branch for a guy who just basically his whole job was to keep companies from gouging. And so one of the things they locked in was a Ford back then, a particular popular family sedan Ford, was 500 bucks, And they didn't want wow. it to go higher than that. That was the cap. And that was still pretty good money back then. But, you know, in in terms of inflation, it's insanely like, low. What is that now in inflation terms? But <laughs> but the more I was thinking about it is... what what or Anyway, the reason this connects to what you're talking about is... Yeah. You're talking about potentially sixty five hundred dollars, yeah. Which is what is this? Twelve and a half Fords in nineteen forty two, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, exactly. twelve and a half cars or something, and um, right. And and the fact that they're not being like I feel like that number sixty five hundred dollars, yeah, is a big enough number that no matter who you are as a company, mm-hmm. that should represent the highest levels of customer service. I agree exactly. Like whether whether I'm paying them sixty five hundred dollars or Kian's up paying them sixty five hundred dollars, that should be a freaking priority. Yeah, like that should you know. Yeah, that's uh, 
uh, the amount of time they've had it, and as, as a bunch of people in the chat room have pointed out, they should have offered me a loaner. Yeah, 100%. That part surprised me a little bit. Yeah. They didn't get that. But, like, you know, I $6,500, it's a lot. It's isn't like Brian's going, oh, we have to wait for a, a gas cap to come in that's costing me $8. <laughs> exactly, no. It's almost $7,000. Like, I mean, my I gosh. know, and the, the stress, like, this is this is basically, I'm on week, week, week three of not having a car, but week two of having this... Uh, you know, job of the hut size bounty on my head that I have to find out if, uh, you know, who's going to shoot first in the foundation Kia dealership uh, window. <laughs> Dang, it's really rough. But anyway, I hope they call you back today, give you some news. Yeah, that'd be nice. I hope so too. Uh, I was thinking too about so Kim's already Kim's well into her stupid uh, holiday Hallmark, freaking Hallmark, uh, Hallmarkathon. Yeah. yeah, turns out Paramount Plus has it. No, no, it's a Peacock. One of those two. One of the yeah. two P's has a ton <laughs> of that stuff. Has she? So there's a new one with uh, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> she hasn't seen it yet, no. Okay, and I then there's another too. one with uh, Justin Hartley, or what's the guy's name from This Is Us? Oh, I the, don't know him. Right the handsome the guy that Tina has a little crush on. Uh, He's got his own deal. I mean, Phil it's starting to become... It's, it's Bob to be, Hartley. Bob no, Hartley? What's the guy's name? Well, that can't be it. <laughs> Uh, the, the one she wants to see, she wants to see this Kelsey Grammer one that's coming out. Oh, really? Yeah. Right. Where it's basically it's a toss salad and scrambled eggs for <laughs> Christmas is what it's called. <laughs> I wish it's more Good like, night, uh, North Pole. <laughs> it's more like, um, uh, oh gosh, what was it? Well, oh, it's like Scrooge kind of, he's like a fancy oh, businessman that needs okay. to learn the real meaning of Christmas. It sounds like shit, but I'm They're- noticing this trend toward mainstream actors and others like hey i'll do this once i'll come yeah. make one of these i know the money must be good right yeah. it's gotta be it's weird it's very i weird. mean I, you know that this doesn't lend credence to why Lindsay lohan's doing one because yeah you know good what, point what what's uh, going on with her lately yeah, how's, but, she, uh, how's she doing i hope she's doing okay but i hope she's doing okay too and yeah. she you know by kind all accounts nice. and i still need to see it i need to put on my list that uh her performance in that lake will be gone um, oh, she is good in that. That's what I hear. Yeah, I hear that's a good movie. That's a yeah. that was a Robert Altman joint before um, he died. Yeah, right. Robert Altman. Is that name right? Yeah, Robert yeah, Altman. I think so. The guy, the player, and uh, shortcuts, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good at this huge ensemble stuff, and that was a very good version of that. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's no Popeye, but. Um, no, but what is? Yeah, really, you know? what is? At the end of the day, what is? Anyway, so it got me to think. Hey, Shelly Duvall, you were great in The Shining. Can we give you olive oil as your next role, please? Exactly. <laughs> now, here's the thing I don't understand. I'm watching this thing on, or she's watching some, you know, girl yeah. from the big city is now sure. stuck in oh, a town not. and falls in love with the candy store owner or whatever it is. So that's <laughs> all going on. And then there are commercials. And I'm like, wait a minute. I pay for I pay for Peacock Plus, not yeah. Freecock. Which gives you the commercials, so I'm all annoyed. I'm like, why is this a com- Why are there commercials? She says, Well, I thought yeah. that's just how this this thing was. I don't know why, but apparently all those Hallmark things have commercials in them, uh, even if you pay for full Peacock, really? yeah, Peacock Plus or whatever. Aren't that's they all, insane. It's yeah, all Plus the, now, right? There's premium. So there's oh, so okay. There's there's here's the deal. Uh, peacock free, Freecock, Freecock, right? Freecock. Then there's premium, and then there's premium plus. Oh, what is that? Four ninety nine gets you. Four ninety nine gets you premium. Yeah. 
which is uh, 80,000 hours of great entertainment all in one place, tons of hit shows and originals, new and hit films, live sports and events, $4.99 a month, or uh, Premium Plus, no ads, uh, $9.99 a month. So for additional 5 bucks, no ads, and download. Okay, I'll have to check because I thought I was paying for the higher tier, but maybe I'm not. I might not be because I don't value. I don't hardly ever go to Peacock ever. Yeah, I just don't go there. Like I do more on Paramount than I do Peacock, and not even. I know because it feels like everything, uh, everything you'd want from Peacock, I think you can get from like Hulu and and stuff if you want. A lot of it, right? Like SNL comes on the next day. Mm-hmm. on both services so right. it's like i think that i think that might be oh i take that back quantum leap that's right we do watch quantum leap on peacock yeah well commercial i guess i have commercial cock <laughs> and that's uh, it's going great <laughs> it's going great really enjoying it uh or anyway so what this got me thinking i was sitting there and, yeah. and i thought Tell you know me. what i liked more than this one i says to my wife i says I say, you know what I like more than this was that Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. I like that better than this. And then I kept saying it every time a new one would come on. I'd say the same thing. <laughs> and it was just to annoy her. But it got me to right. thinking, what other things would be fun to do this treatment for? And they don't have to all be nerd stuff, although maybe those fit well. But like, uh, yeah. I, w- like I would watch a Fury Road holiday special. Just like a sure. one-off stupid thing out of canon or in canon. I don't care. Sure, just a sure. dumb half hour to forty-five minute TV thing, just a little bit like what they did with Guardians. <laughs> Morton, and Morton Joe has lost the Christmas spirit. Can yeah, we, can there we... you go. <laughs> there you go. It's exactly right. And Nux is like uh, poor Jacob, or no, not Jacob Morley. Who who's, who worked for him? Uh, who worked for Scrooge? Um, yeah, wasn't it Jacob Marley? No, Marley's the no? is the old dead guy ghost. Yeah, and I thought uh, that he used to work with Scrooge. No. Yeah. Oh, he did. Oh, Bob Cratchit, the current Bob current Cratchit, character. current guy. There yeah. you go. He's the one. So he'd be Nux because he'd be scurrying yeah. around trying to do everything Mister Scrooge wants him to do. You got mm-hmm. the, it's all. It's written for you. It's done. Perfect. Yeah. yeah well done. To yeah. call George Miller, I have a beautiful idea for him. If you could take a thing that you like a lot, Brian. Yeah. It can be more think, Marvel like, stuff. Uh, even whatever. Obviously, uh, you know, I'd love a. Uh, a Spice Girls variety hour that uh, where they sang nothing but uh, uh, Christmas carols without posh. Would they like just, basically just have maybe just have posh sipping cocoa on a on a white leather couch in the back and yeah. have uh, the other four of them uh, joined by uh, joined by new Spice Girl. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh yeah, who do we put in? Remy Wolf. Bring it. <laughs> That's good. I don't, I don't know if she's British though. No, it's got to be like. Uh, well, it has to be British, yeah. She has to be British. Uh, uh, who am I liking lately? Is Church's uh, Church's lead singer? Is she? she no, British? the Traver- I like Traverches, and that singer's Traverches? cool. Traverches, yeah, are British. I think. I think they are. Are they? I think so. Okay, uh, I'm checking the guy. Or look, just do something. Do something wild, getting like Judy Dench or something in there. You know. <laughs> oh, they, 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 you've got it right there. Mm-hmm. Special guest lineup, and every song has a new Spice Girl joining them. Yeah, I'm in on this. I think it's a great yeah, idea. Yeah. Speaking there of Judy Dench, what did I just see her in that was like a weird cameo? It wasn't the holiday special, was it? No, something else. Oh, mm-hmm. oh no, it it was. It's, it's the it's the new Ryan Reynolds uh, Will Ferrell thing. Judy oh, Dench, right, the spirited. Yeah, no, Judy Dench has a very brief cameo in it, and it's, it's awesome the way they do it. Cool. Yeah, we were going to watch that over the weekend, and we did not. You should. It's good. It's very good for the holiday, cool. just before Christmas, sometime if you get a chance. I thought it was yeah. way better than it should have been. Um. Uh, what about other Marvel stuff? Like, could you 
could they? Uh, I mean, the ultimate it like, like Ms. Marvel. Oh, I guess Ms. Marvel wouldn't be. It would be like. Uh, oh yeah, they'd uh, be uh, Ramadan or whatever. Ramadan. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A Wakanda Christmas. Uh, a <laughs> I like that one. Uh, it works for almost all of them. Avengers it really Christmas. does. I mean, you could you could easily do because it's basically the same kind of thing, right? It's <laughs> it's character X has lost their Christmas spirit, or the members of this team decide to put on a Christmas play, or uh, yeah, you know, what you could do just redo another Star Wars one. Let's get back to the original. You could, yeah, exactly, and especially since Disney has fully leaned into the whole life day thing for a while it was like oh no sorry that's not canon yeah. no that's we we don't do that yeah. but apparently like life day at disneyland people walking around in big red robes and they're selling the robes at disneyland and selling the this the orbs and all that stuff they have fully leaned in at black spire outpost yeah they, the there's money thing. to be made so embrace life day i say yeah exactly get those wookies what they want I'm going to be using the tenderest cut of the panther, the loin. Yeah, remember that? Oh, I do remember that. That's uh, not, Harvey, uh, Harvey Corman right Harvey there. Harvey Corman, yeah, that's right. I always forget. Sped up Harvey Corman. Yeah. Harvey Corman <laughs> at uh, 1.25 speed on downcast yeah. is what that is. Bring that back. Um, all right, there's that. Hey, I saw some pictures of you yesterday making uh, something that looked big. Not so, so small. No, no, no. Wait, what? I don't know. I'm not doing it right. But you look like you were way making to, homemade way shit. Way to do my joke that I wrote. And I, I got to learn not to do that. Yeah, it's like a, <laughs> a pretty good joke. But what did you, what did you, I mean, I can't believe you made that. That looked amazing. And I'd like to yeah, eat it. Yeah, it's called Honeycomb. And we've been seeing people make Honeycomb on um, British Bake Off for years. For season after season, somebody's like, I've decided to do a cake, but also make the bottom layer crushed honeycomb. Mm. And... Uh, it is relatively easy to make. It's like it's like a lot of wait, 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 wait. Okay, it's three hundred degrees. Now you have eight things to do all at once. Mm. Um, it's uh, it's basically honey, sugar, or sugar and corn syrup, and water, and you cook it until it starts to caramelize. And then you, as soon as it gets to 300 degrees, and you have a little candy thermometer sitting in there letting you know as soon as it gets to uh, to 300 degrees, then you take it off the heat quickly, whisk in a tablespoon of baking soda, and the thing blows up like like you're inflating a an airline headrest. Oh, <laughs> it's weird. Like, three times its size. Does it do it, it quickly? Its... Like fa- like you can see it instantly. do that? Instantly. Yes. Weird. Instantly. So, you, like all at once, you got to take it off the heat, drop in the tablespoon of baking soda, take out the, the thermometer, whisk it like crazy so it, it mixes in that baking soda thoroughly throughout everything, and then pour it onto a prepared cookie sheet with some parchment paper on it. Yeah. And then once you do that, you just got to let it sit and cool for an hour. And then it uh, turns into like a hard, crispy, um, crispy, like almost like a toffee crispiness. Maybe not quite as dense as, definitely not as dense as toffee, but light and airy. If you've had a violet crumble, which I know listeners, I know you've had it because listeners sent us a big box of Australian candy. Oh, yeah. That's what this is. Oh. Or violet. I keep wanting to call it violent crumble violet crumble so good. um here's the deal though the problem with this stuff is on its own it's i mean it's honey and sugar it's effing sweet yeah oh yeah uh you what you want to do is crumble it up and put it on yogurt or crumble it up and put it on ice cream 
Um, or as uh, before Tank Girl and Genie suggested on Twitter, um, melt some dark chocolate and pour it over it like a basically have a semi-sweet or a, a not an unsweetened dark chocolate on there, and that'll that'll kind of counteract the oversweetness of it. Mm, interesting. And, uh, so you smashed it up with this Thor hammer. I what, did. To, that's a uh, meat tenderizer that Tristan gave me for Father's Day, and that's, uh, that's awesome. It was like the perfect. The perfect thing. Oh yeah, Squid Game. That's right. The whole thing where they're like trying to cut the shape out of the of the deal. That was Honeycomb that they were trying to cut the shape out of one, oh. of, the, one of their tasks. Okay, cutting the umbrella shape or the heart or the circle or the triangle. Oh man, if I wasn't off the sugar, I'd eat that whole freaking. Pl- Look at that. <laughs> that looks so yeah. good. I mean, this is like this is the, the probably the worst thing. If you're off the sugar, you could pretty much not even glance at that because all it is is sugar it is kind of so, i am kind of having just looking at it i feel a little yeah. uh diabetic by looking at it yeah so, uh, yeah i'm gonna turn that off there uh no that's uh, awesome so anyway very yeah, so very I nice think, what do you think paul hollywood would have said would you gotten handshake uh, what do you think would have happened there? um no because on its own it's you know he would have said that's great what are you putting it with <laughs> what are you gonna do what are you gonna do with that uh uh honeycomb you think he would have done one of those weird things where he stands like 12 feet away and stares at you and just looks at you? Yes. Like in the background, like. <laughs> yeah. Those are so shots. weird when he does that. I love the shots. And I don't want to cannibalize anybody's because I don't think anybody's using it for um, for recommendals. But we've been hooked on. Now that the most recent season of Great British Bake Off is done, we're hooked on Junior Bake Off. And we're like, apparently the U.S. is like three years behind um the UK. So we're they're showing season six on uh uh Netflix right now. Those kids are but all in college like, now, so yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but these kids, I swear to God, it's hilarious watching because they drop crap on the floor, they pick it up, they put it back, and they do this thing where they do that and then they look and see if the camera is on them. And of course the camera's on them. <laughs> it's like they're totally busted. Or uh there's this one girl that we really like uh named Fern and uh, she's making eclairs and so she's trying to fill the eclairs like you know with the the uh um the pastry filler and it's not working so she just like looks at the eclair and kind of looks around and then just like shoves an entire eclair into her mouth and then looks around for the camera <laughs> that's amazing that's so great. great yeah well this still has um what's her host um not in season six season six okay. is uh is oh what's the guy's name um liam uh who was a contestant oh right right oh right uh right he was he was great on his season i think he won or at least came in second or third and then a woman named uh or they they shorten her name to rav she's great and then the host is a was it matt no bill Barry or something like that anyway he's uh like a british comedian and all three of them excellent with the kids like they you know paul hollywood would would rip these kids apart mercilessly oh yeah um you need you need them all, the rest of them to help pad that out totally so all these you know the, the the other two judges are like all right well i see what you're going for here and it tastes great um you just need to work on your your uh 
your presentation and it's really like a pile of of uncooked dough on a plate with a squirt of chocolate in the middle yeah yeah <laughs> i'm looking at some i'm looking at some of oh, these finished really, works really these see are, what you're going for there. these are Sorry. horrendous some of these oh my gosh they really are it's almost like watching nailed it <laughs> some of them are so bad. it's like watching me do it I'd be, this is how bad right? how I, I, know. I, would do I would not be able to compete with these kids that's amazing all right well cool that's good to know actually because we finished the season as well and kim was like I'm in the mood for more of that. Oh, you got to watch this. Like you will fall in love with these kids. They are so freaking adorable. There's a, uh, yeah, this kid named Charlie who is like a walking espresso. I oh, mean, wow. the kid is like uh, a little hyped up. Uh, yeah, like I don't even know if uh, uh, who is the who is the guy that collected the beans in the mountains of Colombia, Jose. Oh, uh, uh, or Juan Valdez. Juan Valdez. I don't even know if Juan Valdez is this is this amped up. Yeah, I wonder if Juan Valdez uh, gets high on his own supply. You know, <laughs> he might. I yes, was Harry Hill. That's the that's comedian with the uh, Harry Hill, ginormous Harry Hill. He's the he's the actual host, and he walks around, talks to the kids, not a judge, but he's the Noel and Matt of um, uh, of just, the season. Just one dude. No, no. Just one dude. Okay. Yep. Probably a little overwhelming to have more for those kids. Uh, maybe. Yeah. And also, I mean, he. You know, all he. That's all he needs to. Basically, they don't need a couple of uh, guys doing this. Is it they still just need one person to say thirty minutes, Bakers? You have thirty minutes. <laughs> Is uh, Prue still doing? Not Prue. Um, yeah, Prue. Nope. Oh, no. Nope. Not involved. Not involved with season six. Although I hear that she and Paul Hollywood come back for other seasons. So. Okay. They just seem like they'd yeah. be annoyed to do this. I don't know why. <laughs> I know. Prue, maybe not so much Prue. Like I could see Prue and Noel and Matt loving the kids and and just you know playing along with them but yeah. i could definitely see paul hollywood just not having any of it no lacking the patience required exactly is what i'm thinking all right well good luck with that you're gonna put anyway, it go, you're gonna, go watch that if you've not watched it that's uh that's uh, the the best thing you could watch instead of hallmark christmas specials there you go if you're looking for kyber crystals or honeycomb brian Germain. <laughs> that's right exactly yeah. i have both yep didn't you never ended up with a black one right or whatever you're looking for Never your, ended up with a black one, but they only did five. So it right. was a very, you know, it's like, it's like buying five lottery tickets and looking for the hundred thousand dollar winner. I probably have to buy <laughs> another five or maybe 10 more or whatever, but good point. Well, got listeners who, uh, who don't have a red one and who've emailed me about, Hey, can I, can I buy one of those from you? I'm like, yes, you can. So why certainly you'd say to those people, why certainly I do want to take a picture with a, uh, one of my kyber crystal holders filled with red crystals. Oh, but. that'd be so cool! Yeah, you yeah. should do that. You can do that. I will. I will do that. Yeah, I you shall. can. You I can and you. will. You shall. Yeah, you will. you might. You shall. You will. You can. You must. That's right. Can I do it? Yes, I can. <laughs> All right. It's time for the news. Today's news is brought to you by. The Jack Hanna method. Oh, let me explain this. So, please do. Um, I had a bunch. I've got this project I have to work on and kind of really focus on, but I can't focus without some. This is a weird thing about me. I can focus, but I need yeah. some background things to help me do it. Yes, sure. I think a lot right. of people like are a like little this. Noise, right? Music sure. or white noise or something. TV, yeah. something. I need something. So, I, got, I decided to play this giant playlist I found on. Um, on YouTube that is all of Jack Hanna's appearances on David Letterman from the first one <laughs> in 85 all the way up till 2015 when Dave uh, retired 
And it's so good and perfect, by the way, for what I needed. Because it's just smile-inducing, funny as hell, every time, always amazing, never let me down kind of moments. And wow. I just had that on repeat behind behind me, and it was fan-freaking-tastic. Highly I've got to do. I've got to do instrumentals. I could not do anything with talking or words or lyrics or anything like that. Depends on what I'm doing. I can. Yeah. <laughs> I can see what you mean because there's certain things I can't do without. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, if I have lyrics, like with if lyrics. I, get, yeah. oh, it's the worst. Just like human human words. While I'm trying to think of other human words, forget <laughs> it. It's bad. It's bad time. Anyway, it does not, uh, does not work. Yes. Highly recommend it though. Just go search for Jack Hanna Letterman playlist, and, and it's all there. Uh, and he's amazing. If you don't know what I'm talking about, boy, are you in for a treat? Oh, you're in for a treat. Yeah, yeah. that guy's amazing. I hope he's doing. It's every episode. It's David Letterman getting up away from his desk and saying, "Nope, sorry, I'm not." <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Some of the Bring stuff a live tiger. <laughs> some of the stuff is I forgot how ridiculous the things he would bring out entire elephants like two three elephants and then try to manage it and it was a night it's a nightmare it's a nightmare yeah uh check this story out a woman sues Kraft Heinz I didn't realize they were merged did you know that I didn't either no Kraft no. Heinz Kraft Heinz they're the same they're the same uh, any relation to Cheryl Heinz because I really like her oh she's great you know but Larry no never yeah. Larry, Larry never really truly uh, appreciated Larry what the hell's the matter with you <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for a rewatch of that too. That sounds like fun. Oh, see now that would be a good rewatch. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the mood. Um, anyway, she sued this these folks. Kraft, you know, they make the 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 mac and cheese. You get the Heinz and make yeah. the ketchup. Uh, sure. Well, anyway, she sued him for five million dollars. She says this is because the mac and cheese preparation isn't as advertised. Oh, jeez! Oh, Florida woman is suing them for five million. Claimed the mis- they misled the public about the time it takes to prepare its Velveeta microwavable mac and cheese cups. Oh, gotcha! So these are the little individual standalone yep. containers. You open it up; it's like the cup of noodles, but it's mac and cheese, basically. And, and they're really. Uh, my experience was the one I ever had. It was not good. Right, it was a no. bad food no. choice. Okay, yeah, I'm just going to put exactly. that out there. Court records show that West Palm Beach-based law firm filed the uh, suit uh, on behalf of Amanda Ramirez uh, in the uh, U.S. District Court in the Southern District of Florida on November 18th. Ramirez is listed as the main plaintiff in the class action suit, which alleges Kraft Heinz violated federal law by saying Velveeta shells and cheese cups take three and a half minutes to prepare. (laughs) She doesn't think this is true. Sure, yeah. Uh, This is how the lawsuit describes the process. First, customers must remove lid and st- and cheese sauce pouch. Sure, mm, nothing nothing better than cheese from yeah, pouch. Yeah, oh if that doesn't get your mouth watering, cheese sauce pouch. Yeah, yeah. I'm starving now. The word pouch in it. I can't wait for. Lunch. And I'm instantly hungry. Yeah, yeah I'm going to eat that today. Uh, <laughs> next, they must add water to the fill line and stir. Third microwave uncovered on high for three and a half minutes. Do not drain. Finally, they should stir in contents and cheese sauce from cheese sauce pouch. Defendant then notes that cheese sauce will thicken upon standing. Wow, I love the caps in this. Like, it's all caps. Like, the st- the actual things that would take time. Remove yep. lid and cheese sauce pouch. They yeah, remove. Do water not drain. Stir. stir it in. <laughs> you know, cheese sauce is the only not the only thing that will thicken upon well, I thicken upon sitting. I need to stand more. <laughs> uh, consumers seeing ready in three and a half minutes will believe it represents the total amount of time it takes to prepare the product. The suit states, meaning from the moment it is unopened, uh, 
unopened to the moment it is ready for consumption. Right. I think this is a uh, overly litigious suit and a little bit ridiculous. Five million dollars. Yeah. yeah. I you, mean, I think okay. This is you know, if you're like, oh my god, I need to leave the house in three and a half minutes for my dentist appointment, and you know, heaven forbid, you go to the dentist and have a craft or a. a <laughs> I craft mac and cheese the <laughs> moments before you leave without brushing your teeth. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, like an actual lawsuit, instead of just saying, hey, you know, maybe you want to adjust this and, and actually include the eight minutes it takes to prepare, not just the three and a half minutes in the middle of it. Yeah. Lame. I think she, the, she should not. Five million in damages. <laughs> she should not. What damage? What? How are you damaged? Because you had oh, an extra minute. I believe she- Damaged, but I don't believe it comes from. The oh mac yeah, good and point. I don't think the mac and cheese damaged you at all, but something. Did. Yeah, you came pre-damaged you. before we even pulled off the lid and dumped cheese sauce into you. It's the kind of people I think if you check into their history, they probably have done something like this before. You know, cyber squatting or uh, or something like burned them somewhere. They're into the get rich quick. Uh, uh, you know the the all right. How can I make some money really quick? Yeah, like Sbarro Pizza. Yeah. But, uh, there was a hair on my pepperoni, and I'd like to sue for eight right. billion dollars. Like, right? Come on, man. Exactly. Try try not to be weird. Uh, here's one. Sure. Uh, if you ever wonder what happened, if you got like a ton of cannabis and it just suddenly disappears. I do, I do. Oh, you do? Okay. But it hasn't disappeared yet. Okay, that's oh, good. Oh, that's good. Tell well, that means, I, that means... Tell me what I need to do. Well, that's good because it means you don't have rats. That's what that means. Oh, good, good. Uh, according to Indian police, they have now they are now blaming 500 kilograms... Gams? Kilograms? Kilograms. Those are really good legs, I guess. I, I don't have rats, but I do have neighbors from Wisconsin. Does that count? Yeah, it totally does. Yeah, totally does. And they've got the cannabis to be eaten by rats for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, they ate these rats, according to the police, uh, ate 500 kilograms of cannabis stored by Indian police. Rats in northern India have been accused of eating hundreds of kilograms. Uh, these were seized from drug dealers, by the way, and stored in uh, police warehouses. I think that probably means I was going to ask if there was any part of India where pot was legal. I, I don't think so. I think pot is still very criminalized there. Yeah, I don't know. That's an interesting question. As far as I know. <coughs> Tell Dave not to go to India. Is it just Amsterdam or, or have other countries started saying, all right, we see what we see what the U.S. is doing. Maybe we'll do the same thing here. Well, Carter says in Iceland, it's like here in that it's like the equivalent of federally illegal, but everyone's doing it and nobody's enforcing it. Gotcha. Okay. So I think there's a lot of that going on around. Right, right. I mean, it happens here in the States a lot. Um, yeah. You know, somebody in, I don't know, you could go, you could be Idaho and drive to. I mean, Utah is still medicinal, but no recreational. Yeah, right? medicinal, no yeah. recreational. Every state around us is recreational. So it doesn't yeah. take anything for Utah to f- drive down to Vegas and get Easy. their weed. Yeah. And they don't yeah. seem to, I don't know, maybe this is <laughs> it's a lot of white guy privilege, but. I, I think a lot of people like oh we'll go down there and do that and come back and never no one's the wiser. Whereas I don't I don't want to speak for everybody. I know people of color get pulled over for no reason at all, so maybe they get maybe they get busted. I don't know, but right, right. Um, anyway, so here's what it says: Rats are small animals, and they aren't scared of the police. Noted the court document. <laughs> After hearing that police local police were unable to furnish almost 200 milligrams of confiscated cannabis and was uh, supposed to be used as evidence in a recent case. They said the police have been asking, or had been asked to provide uh, this this cannabis, but the uh, prosecution flagged to the court, flagged to the court. It's weird. 
that yeah. more than 700 kilograms of the marijuana stored in various stations across there had been impacted by the rat infestation uh, that had been going on. Uh, apparently, wow. it's not the first time it's happened. Uh, they say that rodents have also been blamed for a total of more than 500 kilograms of pot and weed uh, for various cases. The court laid down guidelines for the police to auction or dispose of the cannabis. Auction. See that tells me that if there's a, if it's right. auctionable, then that's maybe there's a legal aspect to it. Exactly. Yeah. Otherwise, how how are you auctioning it if it's not legal? So yeah. I mean, I guess it's still legal. Even like in Colorado, it's still illegal for someone to, without a license, be selling pot. Uh, so like if Ryan, if Brian, yeah. if you went down the street in Denver I and said, sell. Right. "Right, exactly, yeah, you can't sell weed without a, you know, you have to be a licensed, whatever Correct. the state's rules are." So maybe Correct. that's what this is. It's like, and I think I can grow my own up to a certain number, you know, up to like a certain number of plants or or something like that. Right? Does Dave but do it has that? To be stuff that I use personally. Does, huh? does Dave do that? Just curious. Uh, uh-uh. no. no. I'm surprised he doesn't. No, it's too easy for them to get it. Otherwise, it's like, why would I? Why would I go through the hell of growing and having to take care of a plant and yeah, and all this? It's a good that. point. I don't know how any any personal pot growers actually get anything done. You know? <laughs> I know it's like dedicate your whole closet with that grow light in it, and you know you've got to constantly maintain. It looks like and Vegas edibles made me feel like I didn't care about anything but the weird shapes on the street. That's all. I about. <laughs> so, Why am I hearing this flick noise? What is that coming? From? <laughs> what is that flicking sound? <laughs> I can hear it from here. Uh, anyway, uh, so there you go. They got rat problems. So India, uh, get on that. Fix that up. Get that there going. you go, and 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 now you got to worry about your supply of Cheetos. Oh yeah, is, uh, yeah, yeah, that's value. Oh, Brian, the knock-on yeah. effects are terrible. Pizza rat, step step aside for Cheetos rat. <laughs> Pizza rat. Pizza rat. Uh, here's a story I like a lot. Uh, a man has been arrested <laughs> after family monopoly game turns violent. Tulsa police say. <laughs> I like this because I hate Monopoly. I uh, you know, yeah, exactly. And I could, I could, without reading the story, I'm going to guess that uh, the person who got angry wasn't involved with a trade that gave two other people he was playing with monopolies on some properties. You know, all three of oh. the orange and the red properties, they did a little trade. Oh, that's, interesting. That's, that's without me reading the article, but that's what I'm guessing was the. All right, let's find What's out if Brian. Issue? Let's find out if Brian's close. I'm not sure they get into that much detail, but I kind of hope they do. Oh. Uh, the Tulsa Police Department arrested a man Saturday night after they said a family game of Monopoly turned violent. Officers were called to a shots fired. Uh, wow! Thing. So gunplay was involved. Yeah, it wasn't just a little silver uh, thimble and a and a wheelbarrow. <laughs> <laughs> was there? Well, did he fire the cannon? Is that? Uh, the- <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> The cannon, and then, you know, there's probably some ah, other... the iron, block, block. <laughs> yeah. So, and they have, like, so many little pieces now. They probably have other guns. Who knows? No, they definitely don't have Didn't other... they have other guns for the pieces? I don't think they have any projectile weapons, except for the uh, except for the cannon, for the if they cannon. even still have the cannon. I can't but, remember. I thought I saw something. You know, something. maybe in, maybe in Americaopoly, you know, like all the... <laughs> it's a cheeseburger oh, and a gun. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> an AK-47, a cheeseburger. Uh, yeah, they do that. I guess, yeah, the custom ones would have different stuff, but you're probably right. They don't. Like, the Star Wars yeah. one probably doesn't have a blaster, as far as I know. No, no. But probably oh, I little... don't know. That's a good question. Now that you say it, like the, uh, I see what you're saying, like the, the fantasy ones. Uh-huh. Oh, they might. I don't they know. They might. I don't know. Yeah. I haven't played one of those in a long time. I have the Warcraft one, but I think it's all hammers and swords and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, I wonder if the uh, the Game of Thrones one has those cool little pieces that they use on the the map table in uh, House of the Dragon. Oh, and, and, that's cool. Like, those pieces were great. You know, I, was, I probably could find those and 3D print those. Those are so cool, All dude. All those different house, the different house uh, playing pieces. Hell yeah. Parcheesy, parcheesy pieces of Westeros. <laughs> I never followed up with you. Did you watch the whole thing? Did you guys finish it? We did. Yeah. We enjoyed it uh, tremendously. I did and, too. Uh, I loved it. Yeah. Loved it, loved it, loved it. All yeah, this, I like oh, how, yeah. you know, you think you're rooting for this person and then you're kind of rooting for this other person and uh, and then, oh my gosh, I'm not rooting for that person anymore. Uh, and, no. Yeah. And, then, and then, I mean... I, some people have complained about the time jumps. I'm fine with them because oh, I think totally they're trying to, they're trying to, whatever. They've established that this is a different pace yeah. and that's fine. But the, uh, some of these kids are turning out to be turds, man. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. The, uh, Patchy McGee over there. I Patchy McGee. Holy cow. Aiden? He freaks me out. Aegon? Aegon? Yeah. He's your next Joker, I'm telling you. Hire that guy. Is he, uh, <laughs> is he, do we, is, is the Mad King uh, from from the the original flavor Game of Thrones? Was that was he a Targaryen or was he a Baratheon? The, he's the a Mad he's King? a Targaryen, but he's a Targaryen. Okay. Uh, Jamie. So, but but we don't have that guy yet in this. We don't. Group, okay. Gotcha. Uh, because so he'd he's be too not, old. He's has not been introduced as a character in House of the Dragon, as far as we know. Yeah, because like one hundred and seventy something years or something. Yeah. But yeah, the okay. um, oh right, that's right. He was. That's right. His Daenerys's dad was the Mad King. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And Jamie killed right. him. Um, that was right. that was 2011. You guys, it's spoiler. It's, it's okay if we say it's. Yeah, <laughs> it's totally fine. But Jamie, yes. Jamie, that's why he was the King Killer, or the King, whatever it was, what King was Slayer, King Slayer. Yeah. And then that's when Baratheon stepped in and took over, and then that's right was the King. Yeah. Yep. And then he had to run him with a bad pig, so that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to watch that over all over again now that I finished. Uh, which which uh, season would you stop at? Um, I think I'd go all the way. <laughs> you know what? I keep hearing like my daughter's just finished the whole run, and she says she says it's so much better. First of all, outside the window of overhype, but also yeah. um, binged when versus you bin- week to week. Yeah, you binge it. It isn't. It doesn't feel as weird as the as the tail end did when you watched it happen live sure. every week. Okay. So all right. We're, we're worth probably revisiting. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna find out for myself, I guess, and see. But yeah, yeah, let me know. Yeah, I'd be curious. Um, where are we here? Oh, uh, we, yeah, the Monopoly game. And I looked, and, and there's no information in the news story what caused the fight. But what I love about it is it says officers recall that shots fired near Admiral and Mingo. <laughs> Give me Mingo my Street. Mingo phone. Uh, I need to talk to Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. Uh, the caller identified suspect as, uh, the suspect as John, John Armstrong, can't read, uh, saying he chased her down and fired a shot at her and her father. When they arrived, they took her wow. into custody. Uh, they've been drinking alcohol and playing Monopoly. Bad combo, man. Yeah, yeah. Fight broke out uh, with between this dude and his stepfather knocking over the game board and turning over furniture. They took the uh, fight outside. Armstrong pulled a gun out after getting cut in the head and chased his stepfather and sister down the street, pointing the gun at them. Uh, The police said he fired one shot at the ground, is the quote. Officers did not find the gun, saying they believe Armstrong hid it in the house before surrendering. Uh, He was arrested and booked into the Tulsa County Jail, which sounds like an Old West story. I love that. Where is he? (laughs) He's in the Tulsa County Jail. We got to go bust him out. Tulsa County Jail sounds like it's part of a... uh 
Johnny Cash song, doesn't it? Yep. Tulsa County Jail. Monopoly money and game pieces scattered around the living room validated the story. I'm like looking to see if any of the articles have more information. Yeah, they don't say what. Nobody's got info on what kicked it off. That's a bummer. No, it was definitely somebody traded Indiana for New York Avenue and uh, gave two players a monopoly that John Armstrong was not involved in. Yep. And so his goose was cooked as soon as they put some hotels on that shit. Yep, I agree. I think Brian, yeah. look, Brian knows the the apex of when I know what would, what would anger me. Maybe not to the point of shooting at somebody, but right. <laughs> like, oh. What always made us mad is I have a sister, not not Misha, not Wendy, the other one, who I don't sure. talk about very often, who uh, was the bank, always wanted to be the banker and was always stealing money. Wow. Always taking yeah. fake money out of the fake bank. It pissed us off so bad every time we yeah. played. Yeah. Drove us crazy. And we'd see her do it, and she'd deny it. She'd like <laughs> slip a hundred and go, and you'd see her pull it away. And I'm like, damn it, Tara, what are you doing? Oh, there's her name, Tara. Tara. I was yeah. going to avoid not saying uh, You know, anybody who listens to this show knows it's Tara. <laughs> she's, she's trouble. Not just in Monopoly, yeah. either. Right. She doesn't have a Monopoly on trouble. <laughs> oh. Final story. This is a quick one. A genetically modified tobacco plant is now producing cocaine in its leaves. That's, uh, that's right. The, the, to, uh, tobacco is the gateway drug to cocaine. We yep. found it. It's right that's here. Right. Uh, the complex biochemistry that sees coca, coca plants make cocaine has been unpicked uh, and replicated in a relatively uh, weird way in a tobacco plant, recreating the process by modifying other plants. Or microorganisms could lead uh, in uh, two ways to manufacture the stimulant or produce chemically similar compounds with unique properties. Good news. You can get your Coke and your cat and your, uh, I can't read. I can't read. Tobacco. You can get your tobacco and your cocaine at once. Are you excited? I am. Uh, totally. Yeah. I mean, you know, because uh, nothing, who doesn't like a, a good cocaine chaser? Oh, yeah. Uh, after a. Just immediately. Just posting in the chat room, uh, TMS Taskmaster for Vegas 2023, rousing game of Monopoly. Nice. <laughs> nice. Now, what could go wrong? It'll be fun. What could go wrong? Bobby hates it too, apparently. So uh, My game sucks. I don't know how how uh, Amy or Fletcher or... I'm going to, you know, I'll admit something. I'm working on a game right now that's gotten pretty far in uh, process, and it is a follow-up to my uh, Rock Runners game, but a little bit more Ooh. advanced, and uh, uh-huh. been working on it for a while. I hope, I, I at the very least, I should have a deck, a playable deck with me, if not, like, done decks to take to Vegas. So um, I hope to be doing that. And here's nice. the other admission I'm going to make. Yeah. It As much as I just talked about hating Monopoly... My game has some inspiration from a tangential Monopoly game. Oh, right. Like the Monopoly card. Uh, thing yeah. Monopoly like. deal yeah. is is Monopoly where deal, I got right. some of them. Some, not all, but a couple of the ideas I've integrated in here are fully like fully taken out of that. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait to show people. It's nice. going to be great. And I coughed all over my, my, uh, my mock-ups yesterday. So that was great. <laughs> oh no did you cough up anything like you didn't cough up something no you? no 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 just i okay. mean i'm sure if we black lighted it we'd find some evidence of something but <laughs> i don't want to do that they're hawk up mock-ups is yeah, what they hawk are up mock-ups they're no longer mock-ups they're hawk-ups all right That's speaking right, of exactly. hawking things up let's hawk up a break and do a commercial here or not a commercial uh, what do we call these this is a, uh, that's called a song it's, it's called, called an idiot in the middle is uh <laughs> that's what i refer to them as and <laughs> well tell me more about this song that we're playing in the middle 
Yeah, I will. Um, as of uh, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, a German funk band. Listen, if you have not heard any German funk today, then I'm glad that this is going to be your your first German funk listening. Uh, uh, as of uh, you know November 29th. A band called the Winston Brothers. Their debut album, Drift, just came out on November 18th via Coal Mine Records. This is freaking awesome. And this is like this is like some 70s era uh um oh my god, who's the uh, Green Onions uh dude? Uh Shoot, why can I not remember that guy's name? The more I struggle to remember that guy's name. Green Onions guy. I don't know. Green Onions. There was a song called Green Onions that you know, uh, that you've heard a million times. Oh. Why don't I not know? Booker T and the MGs. Thank you, Moose, for for saving me there. This is so Booker T and the MGs. It hurts, and it's fantastic. The Winston Brothers from their brand new album, Drift. Here is the title track.
days they're here and christmas is just right around the freaking corner and uh boy what a bustling crazy time the holiday season can be well it's the perfect time to plan ahead with factor a ready-to-eat meal delivery they shop prep cook and deliver to your door so you can enjoy chef crafted dietitian approved meals uh right here right during the holidays minus the hassle oh so much hassle why have the hassle plus with 34 meals uh, per week, including gourmet plus keto, calorie smart, vegan plus veggie, and 36 plus weekly add-ons. Well, you pretty much have a nutritious, flavorful option to choose from every single time. Factor is delicious, on-the-go solution, and they have a deal for you right now. 60% off your first box. Go to factor75.com slash TMS60. Use the code TMS60 to get 60% off. Super easy to do. I liked everything I got from them. All of it. Um, I especially zeroed in on chicken meals, and they were all freaking fantastic. I didn't have to do anything. I pop the top, I heat them up, I eat them, and I feel like I got way more worth my money for that meal than I would have had gone out somewhere or had to make a bunch of stuff myself. It was really good. They put all that work into it so I don't have to. Registered dietitians, expert chefs, they all work hand-in-hand to make the meals that are amazing. My holidays are already jam-packed, and luckily, Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals make it easy for me to fuel up when I'm on the go and save time, which is fantastic. I can heat and eat these things in like two minutes, which is fantastic. It's cheaper than dining out, plus the money you save toward holiday can be, you know, for you. Instead of spending money, a bunch of extra money on deliveries and other stuff, you know, too much money at a restaurant, save that for Christmas. How about that? Not only does Factor uh, Factor offer fast, simple solutions when I'm busy and can't, you know, take the time I need to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals with offerings like Protein Plus, Keto, whatever I need so I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy during these holidays. So here's what I want you to do. Go to Factor75.com slash TMS60. Use the code TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code TMS60 at go.factor75.com slash TMS60 to get 60% off your first box. Do it. You'll be happy you did. You know, if you're really interested in being hypnotized, I could do it and not even charge you. How about tomorrow around noon? Noon? Let's see. uh, I don't work tomorrow at noon. That'd be great. John, in this scenario, found his subject and is having her meet him in a safe place. I do love the tentacle. The Morning Stream 
I don't know what's scarier, losing nuclear weapons, or that it happens so often that there's actually a term for it. old Fletcher things I'm finding are very weird. Um, so good. Anyway, hey, remind me who that was. That probably was great. I'll listen to it later, but I'm it sure was it was probably amazing. great. Yeah, yeah, those are the German funk band, the Winston Brothers. Their debut album, Drift, just came out earlier this month. That was the title track, Drift, by the Winston Brothers. That's a great name for a it thing. the Winston Brothers. Yeah, it's pretty good. The first track on that album is actually the Winston theme song, and it's you know it's all instrumental stuff. This this is actually would be great music for while you're getting work done. But oh, it is so really? okay. smooth, funky. Ah, uh, it's great. It is really really good. All right, I'm definitely listening to that after the show. Yeah, um, please. Do. Okay, we got Bobby incoming. Bobby. Yeah, Bill's uh, down with some sort of head cold thing. So now it's up to Bobby to to not just bring us science, but also make something. Yeah, he's got to make something. Science. It's his scientific duty to do both his job and Bill's. That's right. That's right. Uh, Bobby, welcome back to the show. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. I landed the plane today. <gasps> oh, nice. Tell me more. Is this your first landing or, or where where is this in the process of your learning uh, thing that you're doing? Um, well... Uh, so, so I've I've been working on landings for a long time. It's I've been working on what's called traffic pattern work. Yeah. Um, and so you take off, you do a, a rectangle around the the airport, and then you, to come back and land again. And and I'd been working on getting the takeoff and and traffic pattern flying, and and getting you know the various getting the plane into various you know setups and everything doing that really really well but the landing is the hardest part of course and um and to and and so the way my flight instructor does it is he progressively helps less and less oh every as it goes on you know like and so the whole time i'm supposed to be treating it like i'm I'm the one doing it, right? Like, like right. he's just he's just only jumping in when he needs to. And today, I did two landings where he didn't have to do anything at all. Oh, weird! So when you do that, um, this is purely logistics question, I guess. But when you do that, yeah. you take off, you do your rectangle mm-hmm. or whatever, you land. Do you immediately take off again? Uh, yes, exactly. So okay. when you're, if that's the if that's the practice that you're doing, they're called touch and go landings. If yeah. you've ever heard of that. That's what a touch and go is. Is cars you just, have a great song about that? Yeah. Yeah. So you you come down, wheels touch the ground, and then you immediately go into a takeoff configuration. For my plane, that means you put the flaps up, full power, and then uh, get back up to takeoff speed, and then take off again. And you know, sometimes if you if you take too long to land, then you might be too far down the runway, and then you'd have to stop and taxi off and taxi back to the to the start of the runway again but yeah. um, but the goal is you just and not that the goal is this but but the it's it's more efficient it's faster if you can just do touch and go landings but do yeah you, you just you, wheels touch the ground and then you take off again do you feel a sense cool. of like um, I don't know uh, confidence that you've never had before because you've conquered the skies in such a meaningful way today. Like, how to- I, it's, yeah, I actually feel if I feel really really good because it's been I mean, I've been in the plane, been flying time, engine time, uh, fifteen hours working on this. This is like months and months of oh my. working on it, and uh, 
it's still not perfect by any means. Like I, I did do it on my own, but you know, one of them was really hard, a hard landing, and and so I'm still working on it, and it'd be lots of practice. But it's a big milestone to to get that done. I was just thinking, like your instructor to be a, pl- a flight instructor seems oh, like God. a very precarious job. Like it seems scary. It does it? because you have to, you know, it's not unlike I guess teaching teenagers how to drive or whatever. But um, I assume he has like like a like a, 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 a teacher with a car, you know, training how to drive. They often have yeah. gas and brake pedals on their side and stuff like that. Does he have that kind of stuff? So if he was suddenly like, yeah, oh mm-hmm. shit, Bobby just took a did the, the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> Can he do that? Yeah, and he has. Yeah, and he has had to do that before because uh, because I'm learning and and mistakes in a plane are a lot more deadly sure. than mistakes on, in a car. Yeah. Um, okay. but, uh, these damn mistakes off this plane. <laughs> but uh, but he has all the controls. Um, it, he can control. He can fly the whole plane from the right seat, and mm. and uh, I think most planes are like that, right? The they they have two yokes. On oh, both sides. I didn't if they realize don't have that. Two yokes. Yeah, if they don't have two yokes, then I've I've been in a plane before. A friend of mine who has a plane who has um, it's not two yokes, but it's got a it's a yoke that's on a swivel that you can just swivel over to the right seat. Yeah. Um, so the point is that yeah, your co-pilot, the person in the right seat, should be able to fly the plane from where they are. And there's two sets of rudder pedals and everything. You just have to reach for with the opposite hand. You know they call sometimes they call two yokes they call it the double chicken. You know they call it that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't do that. It's uh, a weird one when you crack it open and there's two yokes. That is true. Um, it means twins, right? I guess I don't know what it meant. What does it mean? Would have been if you didn't murder it. Yeah, if we hadn't murdered it or had gotten properly fertilized, <laughs> we would have had twins, right? Yeah, right. That's yeah. the deal. And those ones that are um, that sometimes like eight of them will come out. That's just that could have been a. Quintup or a, a litter, a litter of chicks, a litter basically. of chicks, yeah, fraternal twins, right? Yeah, they would have been fraternal. Um, it was almost yeah. a girl group. They would just <laughs> the fraternal chicks of uh, ch- chicken birth or whatever the name would be. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, Bobby, let's get to some science. Um, there's probably a few things roiling around, and I'd love to know what we're talking about this week. So, what are we doing? First, I have a question for Brian about something he mentioned earlier. So, sure. you, so you're. Your honeycomb recipe, it doesn't yeah. have it it just has baking soda. No no it's not baking powder. It's not baking powder, it's baking soda. The little orange box with the arm and the hammer on it. <laughs> so it's interesting. Do you taste it's it, there's no bitterness in it at all? Uh-uh. No, you're doing a tablespoon in like a cup and a half of of granulated sugar and uh and honey. So it's I guess there's it, a lot of sweetness. <laughs> there's a lot. Like, basically, it's like, mm, I didn't taste that shot of alcohol that I put into that two-liter bottle right. of Diet Coke. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, because that's why they, you know, baking powder has tartaric acid in it to kind of, like, cut through the bitterness of the of Yeah, the and I don't soda. know what, um, if there's other recipes that use baking powder in place of it, because it seems like that or bicarb or something like that would do, would have roughly the same effect. Right. Um, it looks a lot like when you mix what is it vinegar and uh, baking soda as well. Is that yep. the deal? Vinegar yeah, and baking yeah. Soda? yeah. Uh, like where it just goes. You know, yeah, volcano. and it's actually it's it's pretty much the same reaction too. The the vinegar in the baking soda just is a chem, is just a purely like it just makes the reaction without heat. But um, but yeah, it's the same thing. You're getting oh. you're getting uh you're getting carbon dioxide. That's what's causing the puffing up because the heat. <laughs> 
And TV's Travis explains that uh, that baking soda is bicarb. So what they call yep. in uh, the UK bicarb is basically is, is yeah, what we call bicarbonate. Soda. Bicarbonate soda is what they gotcha. call it. Okay. Yeah. It, it when it when it breaks down, you're getting soda ash. That's the car, car, mm. uh, the sodium carbonate. Two, two carbon molecules and yeah. It's my yeah. favorite Overwatch skin. <laughs> carbon ash. Carbonite ash. Or yeah, carbon like ash. ash is great, but she looks real good in her carbon suit. Anyway, well, uh, I wanted to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I wanted to talk about um, the what happens to things that I don't. I'm trying to go from like ingesting liquids somehow, but you don't. You eat honeycomb anyway. Pee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. No. That, no. No. You. That, you know. That segue was just fine. Yeah, don't that was all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you took the freeway, but you got there. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. yeah. I like taking. You maybe the long didn't way use around. the off ramp, but you got off the freeway just the same. <laughs> yeah, it's like those people you know who just missed the. You know how they're like cutting all the way across the stripes <laughs> yes. and from the left lane all the way to the on off ramp. And uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. podcast edition. So um, there was a. I want to. So not just pee. I want to talk about urinals even better. Sweet. Yeah. Right. So I've had taken them. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There we go. There's your There's connection. connection. There's a little cake in them. All right, nicely right. done. So, so I've had um, I've had women complain to me before, or you know, people who have to sit down to pee. I've had them complain sure. to me before about their general annoyance at the fact that those of us with penises can stand up to pee. Sure. Right? Yeah. Sure. That is. That's um, well. We can still sit, but you're right. We have the option. But we 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 do have the option. Yeah. Option. yeah. Listen, um, if I need to get a quick game of Marvel Snap in, <laughs> right, right, right. I do find myself sitting down to pee a lot more lately. Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm here to say that it's not all it's cracked up to be, right? Because yeah, sure. urinals, urinals are disgusting. They really are. Yeah. It's not um, just because you're avoiding putting your flesh down on a seat doesn't mean you're avoiding any sort of grossness and splashback and all that stuff so yeah. right a lot of times they contain debris too <laughs> which <laughs> which can't be flushed right what do we in qualify as debris oh like if somebody spits their gum in there or something like that well i suppose some debris could be people doing the wrong number in the urinal <laughs> that's true my brother did that when he got here from america like first week of school he pooped in a urinal and i had to take him home the teacher was like, what's he doing? This We can't wow. have this. Take your brother home. And I was still pretty, I mean, I was eight or nine, but I was like, well, he doesn't understand. In Korea, they, they squat over holes. And he like, yeah. he thought that's what that was. And so he, you know, it was one of the floor urine, not, not the ones that are up high. It's one of the ones that urinal goes from floor all the way to whatever height they go to. And my brother took a big yeah. old dump in it. He wouldn't do that well, now. He's learned his lesson, okay? He's in his 50s, but I'm saying. Or he might he might do it, but for a, a different reason. For yeah. a whole different reason. It's for the yeah. the likes and the lulls or whatever. But back yeah. then. <laughs> for Instagram. For he TikTok. He didn't know. And Mr. Wood. I'll never forget that guy's name. Mr. Wood, this tall, bald administrator, mm-hmm. came storming into my class and said, Scott Johnson, I need you to take your brother home. Why? <laughs> he defecated in the urinal, he says. Anyway, <laughs> that was your responsibility. To yeah, take him my home. job was to take him home, even though he was older nice. than me. My brother's older than me by like a few years, couple of years, and I still it was my job to take him home. So Scott, get him out of here. Wow. And Matt didn't know English really at all, so I was like, right, you know, go, <laughs> you know, shit in urinal. Like, what am I supposed to say? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Right. So, um, also the 
you, I think a lot of people who don't use urinals don't really fully appreciate how you're standing there in a line of people. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. I <laughs> hate know? it. But uh, anyway, it's not all it's cracked up to be, especially because there can be splashback. And that's what we're going to talk about. This is great. I'm really, I'm really wanting to know where this goes. So let's go. Where are we? But tell me more. Splashback is is the idea for those who don't uh, pee with penises. Um, splash splashback is when you're peeing on the urinal and it splashes back onto sure. you. And anybody who's used a urinal, it's it's happened to you. You can't deny yeah. it. I yeah. mean, you can, but you know. <laughs> I tried to deny it when you walked back into the chilies and you've got a uh, you know. A wet, a wet mark where there was no wet mark before. We've all used the excuse that, oh, I was washing my hands and it splashed. Um, but, uh, <laughs> the, uh, but, but there's a scientist who just published a paper recently. They've been working on how to prevent the physics of how to prevent splashback. All right. Okay. All right. Um, there, there's lots of fancy urinals that try to accomplish this by having like really weird shapes or, or really curves and stuff yeah, yeah deep deep set uh urinals and everything but the reason that splashback occurs is due to the angle of the stream all right okay the the lower the vary? angle that varies though depending on who's aiming where Right. Right. Depends on how tall sure. you are. Depends on how you like to aim. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, the either way, the angle determines the splashback. The 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 lower the angle, ninety degrees being the highest angle. The lower the angle, the less splashback. So if you're shooting straight at the back of the urinal, ninety degrees, you're going to get lots of splashback. Mm-hmm. It's a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, you want to lower the angle until you reach a critical angle where no splashback occurs. This is what these are terms that they're using, critical angle. <laughs> this water is cold. Yeah, and it's deep too. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> so uh they got the idea for for how to construct this and and this critical angle idea from watching dogs pee because I guess that's what physicists do. Sure. Um you, that's so now that's some animal testing I don't feel too bad about. Yeah, you're watching the dog pee. They realize that they're always going for a low angle. They seem to intuitively know how high to lift their leg, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Because they don't get splashback. And so they designed a tall, thin toilet that has a specially engineered curving on the inner surface so that the critical angle, you're, you're always getting as close to the critical angle no matter where you stand, how tall you are, or what direction your aim. Do you have a photo of this or a link? Or I was just going to ask the exact same I thing. I yes. tried so hard. I think oh. so. A lot of times, so this was where I didn't. So that to answer your question, no, I couldn't find a picture of it. Uh, yeah. Um, and I w- really wish I had a picture of it because I want to see it too. But um, it seems like very visual. But I think what it is is this was revealed at a conference of a sort, and I think at a lot of conferences where people are presenting um, data and presenting research. That it's early in that, and that they don't want to, they don't want the, all of it in in the hands of people necessarily because they're still working out the kinks and they they haven't published yet. Um, so you know, you go to conferences and a lot of times they'll people will say they don't want you taking photos to post on social media and stuff like that. Um, so I, that's my guess yeah. as to why I couldn't find any photos, uh, or maybe they're just trying to sell this toilet eventually <laughs> they don't oh want right they want to keep it away from the uh the 
<laughs> the idea jackers, basically. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. So um, uh, they said that the the shape of it they got was inspired by um, the shape of nautilus shells and how they curve. So that yeah. might give you an image in your mind. Sure. A nautilus shell, though. Why can't I picture that? What is that? Like it's the it's your typical your spiral shell. Like, oh, okay. Uh, like your like yeah. your stereotypic. Hey, there's a crab walking, and he's got that on his back. That whole thing, <laughs> right? Kind of. But okay. see, yeah. the problem with those, like the the smaller the opening that you have to pee into, the fewer people that that can support of different heights, right? Because they've got to basically get be be able to get to that hole. Right. <sighs> so, <laughs> so the person. So, um, yeah. Uh, there was a a link in the chat asking if this was it. That's the paper, the article that I looked at. But those aren't the. the that's just a stock footage of a bunch of different uh, toilets or okay. a stock photo. Oh, uh, look at those weird things! Oh, wow. they're prippy, dude. I kind of like yeah. the teardrop so upside number five down. Five is uh, belongs on our film sack checklist, basically. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Some of these are. Well, I can't tell what's going on with the one in the middle. What are we doing there? Yeah, I mean it's like an angled with a like angled thing with a triangle opening. Yeah, that's really weird. What's uh, what's your what's your take on uh, uh, what number urinal you're supposed to use if you walk into a bathroom with five urinals that this are is a un- great question unoccupied. Oh, I always go um, with the third one in. That's what I do. You go the middle. I do the middle. So you're you're the a hole that I don't like. Then no, so that's weird. <laughs> Because I don't want it. I figure that others are going to go on the edges, and if I go middle, they'll avoid me. Yeah, but here, if you're the first one in there, and you go to the middle, so so the alternative is you go all the way to the end, so that the next right. person in can one have the five. maximum distance away from you. Yeah, exactly. What you're doing is you're guaranteeing that the next two people have to be closer to you than they than the second. <laughs> uh, you person. know what? The next person exactly. Next person has to be one urinal away from you, where they could have been five urinals away from you. You know what? Yeah. That's a, actually I. That's really a good point. I'd never considered. I thought I was actually doing a favor to everybody by <laughs> avoiding well, the sides. I, I rescind calling you an a hole and just. <laughs> yeah, you take just, that back. You just hadn't really thought about it. It's just that he hasn't done the math yet. It's the problem. <laughs> Clearly not, but that makes sense. Okay. I like right. it. Yeah. I love it. You know what? I love some of the women in our lives. Shojo beat in the chat. I yeah. go to the first available one. Do you have urinals in the ladies' room in there? What do you guys got going on in there? <laughs> it's a whole different experience for because yeah, you stalls, have your own little stall, right? Exactly. Right. Stalls don't matter, but you have we to be able have to hand to, a square uh, if you need to spare a square. That's right. We have if, to think uh, about people like accidentally catching sight of other people's junk. Um, right. Right. We have to think about like, are we going to be so close that somebody can whisper into our ear? Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. It's um. It's, it's, All right, it's I'm gonna, you know, I, I'm gonna change my behavior. Maximizing, what's what were you saying? I'm gonna say I'm gonna change my behavior. I'm, I'm annoyed yeah, that yeah. I used to that I. I you want to maximize your distance from other people, but also the next person's distance exactly, from other people. Exactly, it's like you Be take good number citizen. one or number five first, and then the next person takes the other one, one or five, and then the, the third person has to take number three. What, okay, let me ask you this: What if it's one of those bathrooms like at an airport where there's just yeah, like forever a shorties? Yeah, and there's a ton of them. Do I just oh. just still stay to the si- outsides and work your way in? Or if, or if it's a, one of those giant troughs at like rest areas. Oh, those are the oh, worst. Geez. 
Though those are the absolute worst. Yeah, oh exactly. my gosh! Why? Whoever thought of whose idea was that? Honestly, beat that person up. <laughs> you ever notice that when it's the trough, they always just make it out of like brushed metal? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's like the cheapest yeah. material they could find. Because yeah. they're like, we're already going to humiliate you by putting you at a trough. <laughs> you know, it's only slightly better than oh, we just took a roll of aluminum foil and made a. <laughs> Yeah, made a canoe out of it. Pee in there. Right. Yeah. right. I hate it. Those things are our, our high school had that. We had a big circular one. We didn't have urinals. In my high school. We had a big giant trough. Everybody had to share. Yeah. And if you want yeah. to know why I avoided ever going to the bathroom at my school, it's because of that. Because like, come on, give me a break. They had these portables oh. outside. The teachers, the teachers had a portable. You know the portables. Is that what they called them? They were like separate buildings. They're like add-ons uh, for your school. We call them portables. We called them, um, oh, what do we call them? We had a different name for them. I don't even know we why we called them. trailers. Yeah, that's as good. Yeah. Basically, is what it was, right? They were yeah. pop-up trailers, yeah, but exactly. we called them portables yeah. for I don't know why. Interesting. But anyway, they had, one of them had bathrooms in it. Nobody was supposed to know. Teachers would use them. <laughs> the, the, uh, <laughs> the annex, the teacher's lounge yeah. annex, basically. Yeah. And we found out, and we started using it, and that caused a kerfuffle, but. Anyway, yeah, interesting. Yeah. yeah, but a trough, freaking, what are you trying to do? You trying to make everyone's life bad? My gosh. Anyway, sorry, wow. Bobby. Continue on. So we're so so. Did you think this is it? We're gonna. See, this is the problem with these kind of innovations. Japan will do it. No one else will do it. Sure. You know. <laughs> sure. Like every I mean, other bath. Still, I'm not going to go to the mall. See, total washlets make a more prominent uh, visibility in America, and not yeah, just yeah. in the. Uh, that secret bathroom at the Mandalay Bay. I want I want total washlets all over the place. I agree. Total washlets yeah. for life, man. I mean, but seriously, like that's what happens. That's what when you have infrastructure already laid out, and by that I just mean everybody's already got a giant room full of their urinals. Uh what chance does this have to permeate that? You're only gonna see this in like fancy restaurants. Yeah. <laughs> right. And um and and other places like that. Great, I bet. the one percent gets to benefit from the yeah. the cooled new toilet tech, while the rest of us plebeians have to pee in a yeah, trough. No more, no more pee on their khakis. Oh, there man. was a place. Oh, it's the um, Colorado Tap House. So we got a, a brewery near us that um, I'd never used their urinals until a couple weeks ago. I was there for trivia, and went in. They're like their urinals were um, like the half, like a, a two thirds of an egg. Okay. With a small opening near the top, so it's like a, yeah. like a much deeper base that definitely seems like it prevents splashback. And at a brewery, you don't want splashback because you're just sitting there drinking beer, and there's going to be a lot of urinating. Yeah, and you're ta- Does, you're tall though. Did, did it have the right height for you? Was it? A, it did. Okay. Yeah, it was a, it was, and they had like one tall and one short, but none that were like low enough to be considered kid level. Okay. Yeah. So well, you just take your kid into the stall and. Yeah, do it the old-fashioned way. You take them to the bar, you're taking them to the stall. Yeah. When my (laughs) kids were little, we never had tiny toilets. You had to take them into the room. That's just the way it was. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. I used to hate doing that. (laughs) Uh, It's like, I told you to pee at home. That was basically my thing every time we went anywhere. (laughs) Um, That's interesting. I mean, you know, all all jokes aside, peeing is a human uh, thing. Yeah. We all have to do it. Everybody does it. Yeah. And it's important that you do it. And it's also important, I don't know, to have public as as close as you can get to public cleanliness uh men's bathrooms are gross by design and uh women's are also not that nice (laughs) i mean the worst bathroom i ever saw still to this day without any hesitation or comparison 
And I've seen a lot of roadside stuff and a lot of weird things up in the mountains and all that. Sure. The weirdest, worst, grossest bathroom was 4 a.m., Main floor of the Hilton in, in Anaheim and oh, okay. Blizzcon. <laughs> Worse than the Jack in the Box, the block off of the Strip in Vegas. Worse than that, because that yes, that had a heroin guy shooting up. But all I was bothered when I opened the stall, that <laughs> was clean. But it was kind of clean. This thing had there was vomit and feces and urine and uh, people sitting in there on oh the floor God. and no toilet wasn't plugged. Every urinal had paper everywhere. Nightmare. The wait the Jeez. the cleaning staff at the Hilton. I have nothing. No wonder you charge. Ten bucks for a water bottle. You need the money to clean that mess up. It's yeah. so bad. I, w- I wonder if this toilet will help vomit splash back. Maybe. Oh no! You, you better not be vomiting in the in the urinal. In the urinal. That's, That's a good point. There's your debris problem right there. That's, <laughs> debris. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You're right. Don't don't barf in yeah. a public uh, urinal. You know, don't do exactly. that. Exactly. Uh, well, all right. This has all been fascinating. I, um, awesome. more Thank in, you. Yeah. enjoy your breakfast, everybody. Yeah. Enjoy your, uh, whatever you're eating and, uh, don't forget to stay hydrated. So you pee a lot and do it in a clean place. Bobby, uh, before, your sh- before Bobby leaves though, we yeah. have a quick fire question. Oh, we do. I him. totally forgot we had this. Sorry. Thank you for yeah. bringing that up. Uh, Bobby, I do have a quick fire question for you. This actually came via text and, uh, they said this, uh, this is from Ken Dorr. Who I assume is some sort of Star Wars villain. He's uh, no, he's he's in that tiny little city under a cloche that uh, Superman keeps in his uh, garage. Oh, fantastic! That's yeah. the Ken Dorbel. Then this is an even more powerful question. He says, "Hey guys, quick one for Bobby's science segment. If you could have lunch with one science expert, living or dead, who would it be? Love the show and the segment, Ken Dor. Bobby, do you have an answer to that? Who would you, you know, plop down and have a sandwich with?" Um, the, I think the easy answer is Bill Nye, but, um, but, uh, I've, I've always found Brian Green to be kind of a interesting to talk to. Who's who's that? The kid from, uh, Beverly Hills 90210. Really? (laughs) Brian Green. He's a, he's a physicist. Oh, Uh, not Brian Austin Green. Not Brian Austin Green. (laughs) Green. A completely different Brian Green. Wasn't it Greer? Yeah, he's a, he's a physicist and mathematician. He does a lot of science communication and, um, I think he, he, he does a, he, he explains a lot of physics topics in a way that's easy to understand. I think it'd be really cool to sit down and talk to him and help me understand a lot of like dark energy stuff that I don't get. <laughs> and he yet lives, so he's around. You can totally do that. Yeah. Him and Bill Nye yeah. totally. I, I see the Bill Nye one because Bill Nye seems like he'd be fun at lunch, you know, like a good yeah, time, a right. bunch of laughs and stuff. But not um, Neil deGrasse Tyson or uh, Carl Sagan or. Uh, Carl Sagan would be great, but probably heavy, right? Um, yeah, there's no, right? It's like, oh. So man. if you realize we're lunch, only on this tiny blue lunch, dot. I want it to be yeah. light conversation. Yeah, you don't want, you're, it's a good point. You don't want somebody who's going to be too deep. Um, oh I, my God, Brian May, what a great choice. Uh, yeah, Brian May's good. Funny. Hey, there you go. Yeah, he's a Feynman yeah. would be a great one too. Yeah. yeah. Feynman, yeah. Okay. No, um, who would you do name? if they were dead? They, Give me a dead one. Uh, what's his name? Um, Hawking. Hawking would be good. Copernicus. <laughs> I mean, you can go yeah, that the old. Socrates, the original. Yeah, go <laughs> way back. Pythagoras, like, boy, you just did one trick pony. Right. <laughs> yep. Tell me about your theorem, and then lunch is over. What was his name? The, the, the inventor of the Pythagorean it's theorem? Pythagoras, you're right. Pythagoras, Pythagoras that's yeah. it. Okay, yeah. 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 They so call them. That would be. They call them uh, Aggie for short. <laughs> Pyth. Hey, Pyth. Hey, Pyth. Come here. Give me your theorem. Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson an, see, annoys me. Um, he annoys so me too, that. but I don't know why. I don't actually have a reason. 
Yeah. I think it's just his he delivery. He seems so like snarky and up his own. Yeah, I think butt that's what's time. going. Like, like yeah. he's like, this is. Couldn't you just be smarter? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> there is a little bit. Of course, of that. you can do that. Yeah. They get, <laughs> my impression yeah. of him is he's brilliant as as anybody. He just comes off as really arrogant about it. And maybe yeah. he's not. He just has the that way. I don't know. I can't yeah, judge. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's very weird. Um, but anyway, Brian Green's your answer. There you go. Uh, I, uh, uh, so do that, uh, everybody. Send your t- questions in. And if you do, Bobby might answer one. I might. Who, Brian might. Who knows might. where your text will go? Uh, 801-471-0462 is the number to send those to. Uh, Bobby, tell us about All Around Science and what's going on over there uh, this week. Uh, the podcast I do, weekly science podcast, All Around Science, with my co-host, Maura. Uh, we, we just put out an episode which is sort of um we we finished up the the uh, Nobel prizes from 2022 we we talked about a, a while ago when they first came out we focused on the one in physics but we just we did um the rest of them this one on Monday the the Nobel prize in medicine and the Nobel prize in chemistry and um and it was fun we yeah. talked about it and we had a good time and you should check it out we talk about science news and and interesting things that we find interesting every week. So nice. check that out all around science. And you can find it anywhere that podcasts are available. It's my understanding. That's right. Bobby, have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time. Well, yep, he says yep. 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 Paul is dead. Go Paul land the dead. plane. <laughs> Go land the plane again. Uh, all right. That's it for Bobby. Thank you, Bobby, for that. That was awesome. Let's do a quick email before we get out of here today. Okay. Uh, this is an email from, uh, sorry, Emil in the Netherlands. He says, hey, S&B, yesterday talked about the speed of podcasts, and Brian said it would be impossible for him uh, also because of the music. Yeah. All right. He says this, I listen to you guys at 1.5 speed or at 150%, smiley face. Nice <laughs> that's, that is appropriate use of the percentage above 100 percent. well yep. done well, well done, done. nicely done and yes. the smiley face makes me realize that that guy's listening so thanks for yep, listening to the exactly. show yes. the song you played at the end of the uh the end of the show yesterday was played at 1.5 most songs sound weird at that speed but sometimes it just sounds like it's supposed to sound if you've never <laughs> heard the original so if you've never heard it it yeah, sounds normal you might to think him. that yeah exactly yes that's the problem though because then one day you're going to hear it somewhere and go, well, why is that all screwed up? Well, wow, is this the is this the slow dance version of, mm-hmm. of Mambo Number no. Five? Wow, it's <laughs> no kid- kidding. He says, uh, I thought it'd be a fun game to let Scott guess songs that Brian has or hasn't sped up. Anyway, oh, love the show that. though, Emil. There you go. That could be fun. That could be fun. Yeah. yeah. The uh, the trick is doing the speed up the way that that the podcast apps do speed up, which is taking out space as opposed to just cranking up the speed doesn't it do also i thought it also did just it keeps the pitch the same but like it, like when we do the slowdown thing with oh, me and you yeah it does doesn't it right where it it uh, depends on the app though i don't know they're all not at the same some of them cut out space some of them cut out space and right. speed up so i don't i don't know right. but in music's case since there's no space well i just have to hear it i guess and i never do that yeah Maybe I'll do that today. Do After the show's posted, I'll go back to the podcast app and listen to this episode with the music sped up. And yeah, see what you think. and maybe I'll yeah. play. You know, record a little here, and then we can t- talk about why we still think it sucks tomorrow. Have you uh, Netflix for a while was giving you the option to watch movies at, at yeah they still do speed they still do yeah did um, you ever did you ever do any of that never did have you ever tried it 
Uh-uh, no. I, I, I just abhor the idea so much that I never... <laughs> you too. Man, you think David Lynch was pissed off about people watching movies on their phones. Yeah. I can't imagine what he'd say about... Uh, well, let's I see. I can't imagine a director would be like, yeah, I'm totally okay with that. That's if such I, a great idea. I'll pull up some random um, Netflix thing and let's just see what it does. Uh, I don't know what to use. How about... I want to get something that'll get me in trouble here. Um, yeah. Okay, the extended cut of Hateful Eight. Let me just pull up a scene here. <laughs> the Hateful Four and, and a Half is what it Okay, they're in the... I don't mean to unduly imply intimacy. love this movie so much. Kurt Russell right there. Well, <coughs> All right, so there it is now. Can I play it? it? Oh, here we go. I still got what? 1.5, here we go. The Lincoln letter. Of course. Got it on you? Mm-hmm. Where? Right here. some real dialogue. Now, are they doing... Uh, like, is it... Does the movement look like keystone like cups kind of stuff oh yeah it's it totally good? speeding yeah. up so what you hear matches video everyone's moving yeah. faster it blows yeah okay. that is yeah. the dumbest i hate it freaking hate it Who's, <laughs> who is doing that that would drive just me one crazy isn't there there's a two or a two speed too isn't there like uh, there's a, a max on mine is only showing one five but maybe it depends on program also oh, it will maybe. do a one two five so it'll do a little a quarter faster but okay but yeah that sucks Freaking it hate it, Brian. Yeah. Hate it. No, thank you. Uh, Emil, do what you want, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You live your best life, all right? And if we sound like this, that's fine. <laughs> he uh, won't even know. He won't even know what that sounded like because it no, sounded normal. He won't even know. Right, except I guess it'll be like 2.5 now because <laughs> everything we say, it'll screw him up. Uh, okay, quick uh, note about today, 3.30 Mountain Time, there will be a play retro, me and Brian Dunaway doing our thing. We're talking about Mario Kart and all the stuff it inspired. So check that out if you like retro games. It's the perfect show for you. Play retro wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Brian, you got anything else uh, going on today? I don't. I, got a, I do have a, um, a soundography I've got to post. Uh, we're, we're starting to post our You Gotta Listen to This episodes in, in anticipation of the next season of the show. But uh, that, I think, actually, it could drop today, as a matter of fact. Oh. I think uh, right. I want to make sure I give us enough time so that we've got a a pool of episodes for around the holidays where we're not going to be re- recording new episodes and we want to have... Um, uh, and we want to have content still coming out week after week, but not, you know, not recording week after right, week. Right, right. No, that makes sense. Sandbag yeah. or whatever we used to call that. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Hey, if you at home are sitting there going, man, you know what I sure like? I like uh, I like extra content tacked on to my podcast. Uh, or I like, I like to never hear commercials. Or how about, I don't know, cool art in the mail? Well, there's one way to get it. Head on over to patreon.com slash TMS and sign up today. we got a brand new month coming. That is patreon.com slash TMS. For all else, frogpants.com slash TMS has you covered. Brian, let's get out little, of here. Let's a little do a, secret, by the way, yeah. is uh, coming on the heels of the film sack video cassette magnets that I created. Holding holding up one for a demonstration. I love these. Yeah. Uh, I might be working on something for TMS. Oh, you don't say. That's awesome to hear. Yeah. I'm trying to find yeah. mine. Can't, oh, there it is. It's I probably it, uh, stuck to the fridge. I keep it handy right here by yeah. the... Well, I'm, when are you gonna? When are you gonna? When are you gonna paint that thing? Um, I don't know. I guess when am I gonna paint anything? Is a bigger question. Yeah, right. Exactly. Batman's still sitting there. He's still gray as gray, man. Paint right me. there, looking at me. Going, when are you gonna paint me? Paint me. My parents were killed. Paint me. <laughs> they were killed in an alleyway. All right. 
uh, that's it for the show. Thanks, everybody, for yeah. listening. Brian, let's play a song. You got one? I will play a because you've asked nicely, I'll play a song. Oh. And again, we're in the situation where I've got a lot of, of uh, requests to catch up with. So this one actually is from uh, the end of last week, I believe. Nope, Me? over the week. Yeah, last week. Yep. Okay. Uh, Friday. Um, TV's Travis, our good buddy TV's Travis. Oh, uh, yeah. Always quick with a movie recommendation that we haven't seen or a correction in chat. Uh, <laughs> said my birthday was November 25th, which I know is a Friday and probably not a TMS day. So fit this in where you can. I love Clutch. And their cover of Electric Worry is just a toe-tapping good time. Thanks for the endless tour uh, hours, endless tours, endless <laughs> hours of entertainment and fun. Uh, let's test the ship's phasers. Oh, we should test the ship's phasers. That's easy to do if I can just click the right button. I no, don't. No, uh, I can. No. Let's test the ship's phasers. There it is. Nicely done. Um, all Thank right, you. so this is uh, the song <laughs> Electric Warrior, and it's performed by Clutch from their album uh, From Beale Street to Oblivion. Now, um, if you're looking for, wait, I'm looking for the original version of a song called Electric Worry. You're not going to find it because this is only a partial cover. Uh, Muddy Waters did the original version or did the original song Trouble No More. And this features, it's kind of a partial cover of that. Also kind of reminds you a little bit of uh, Boom, 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 Do, 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 Do by uh, John Lee Hooker. Uh, anyway, here is Electric Worry from the band Clutch. See you guys tomorrow. Thank you.
Of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Y'all here for a vacation? Sure are, buddy. Troublemaker. Troublemaker.